Hello all, trying to make sense of that question, Theo. Theo said, hi Mark, are the VND rates you give an international rate or are they based on the US dollar and our individual one? I'm pricing it in US dollars because I use US dollars. You would have to do the conversion math if you have a different currency. And uh, it would be our individual rates, but there is not supposed to be a contract rate on VND. It is an international rate, which you bonus you get by going to the redemption center is your spread is much smaller, meaning the bank has a fixed amount that they are allowed to make on you instead of the big spread they make if you just walk into any old bank instead of a redemption one. Hopefully that made sense to you. Hello, Ocelot. Hello, Supervillain. Hello, Ronald. I see the VND is up $14.58. What's that worth to U.S. dollar, and is that good? Um, that means it slipped a little in value to the U.S. dollar. The positive means it appears that it has depegged, which means now it can move and should move quickly the other direction. You have a lot of uncertainty going on in the market. We're going to talk about it. Fun stuff, interesting stuff um, coming. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm tired. I am worn down from this ride. So are you guys. It's going to get very, very interesting right now. Hey, Mark, did I hear you say bricks is pricing gold? Nope, you didn't hear me say that. Um, yeah, I, we've got Andy on tomorrow. We'll be able to go over that. We've got some really interesting things happening in the precious metals markets uh, today. There's, there's a whole lot to bring some sanity to right now. And it should make for a great podcast. Hello, work in progress. See, Insta no mute. I made myself watch for it today. Hopefully, the, hopefully the post-it is going to work, guys. Uh, Carolyn, you're welcome. A lot of great things going on out there. A lot of really piss poor reporting on the aggregating sites where they're only giving you clips and no context going on based on the uh, excitement that I'm having people uh, holler at me today with. Uh, so I'm guessing they're not giving you close enough to the whole story, but that's okay. It is some, uh, it is good stuff. Hello, Wings Girl. Good soggy Wednesday evening. Mark, I need your help. My stepmom, Kathy, has a birthday today and I was hoping you could wish her a happy birthday. Absolutely. Be glad to wish Kathy one. And all right, guys, how does this work? I'm not really an uncle to Caleb. My first cousin, my cousin Tara's son, Caleb's birthday is today. So I guess theoretically it makes him my second cousin, uh, more like a nephew the way our family works as far as a uh, relationship portion goes. Very excited uh, for Caleb's birthday as well. Uh, I say young gentleman, he's uh, well into his mid-20s now, but uh, still a young gentleman in my book because I'm older. Uh, so happy birthday to Kathy as well. Uh, a lot getting ready to hit, guys. We have a lot. First cousin once removed. I'll run with that one, daggone it, Nunjel Biz. Paul Yui. Karen Wheeler, Sin Medrano, uh, Joe Grana. Uh, hello, Miss Kukla. Glad you're there. Oh, Kukla, 
please post, guys. We are looking for Rebecca. Did I get that right? Uh, Kukla, will you just put, we are looking for an email and a contact. We have so many people that would like to help. Um, and we are trying, Deborah, for some reason I wanted to call her Rebecca, from uh, a few days ago. So if you're out there, please shoot me an email at theoriginalmarkzia at gmail.com. <clears throat> it is so good to see Larry back. Mark, it's my daughter's birthday. Anna, she is 17. Huge happy birthday to Anna as well. Better make certain I keep a little bit of gas in the tank for the birthdays. Build Extreme, happy anniversary. Build Extreme, how long? How long is that anniversary? Let us know. Let's celebrate with you. Hello, Snohomish. Dale, exactly. No matter how far down the line, uh, still family. I need to hear more about these night vision scopes. Bigly huge. We'll definitely talk about it. Some people from the stream had them before I even started advertising for Prepper's Peak. Uh, they're fun. They really are fun. I wish that um, it was more like a binocular for day use. Uh, it goes to 5X, but at night, holy smokes, are they fun. It really is. It takes low light and makes it look like daylight. Rusty, Mark, my son is 43 today. Happy birthday to your son. Uh, Texas Cal, please pray for my husband, Richard. He's back on the vent, not from sea, from a collapsed lung. He just turned 76 in November. Texas Cal, I have got to do this because I have to do it in the first few minutes. So let me do this and uh, then we will get to it. Lightbug, the federal regulators of U.S. electricity believe a colossal terrorist attack or natural disaster capable of completely wiping out the power grid and sending us back into a dark age could happen at any moment. Or some crazy person could shoot out your... Uh, Substation, when this blackout day strikes, save yourself with the light bug. The light bug is an ultra-bright portable floodlight that provides unlimited free energy during life-threatening blackouts and power outages. It's a must-have for providing light during outages, extended blackouts, camping, fishing, home renovations, car repairs, and night markets. Get it for you and your loved ones 20% off this holiday season now by going to lightbug.com or simply clicking the link in the description in today's video, L-Y-T-E-B-U-G.com. Uh, um, let's do that real quickly, guys. I do not want to let this one pass. Uh, Marietta, you're welcome. And boy, has it been a bumpy ride for, for all of us. Um, uh, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we're paying for Richard and all those others suffering. Uh, George, uh, another one of the folks in the podcast, had another death in the family. We're just praying that you would comfort and you would heal those that are ailing by your stripes. We're claiming that healing for them. Uh, there is so much more work to do. Your, uh, your, your army of prayer warriors, they are beaten, but they are not broken. They need lifted up, Lord. We ask that you give us some signs of hope to give us that second wind we need to uh, do your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello. Let's see. <laughs> I can say Snohomish. Fortunately, I've had a good tutor on that one. It's, fortunately, I had a lot of help on that one. I'm totally screwing up a lot of Middle Eastern names of late, uh, but I'm at least getting something right. At least I'm getting something right. Guys, Let's dive into the news and what is going on. 
Uh, we're going to start with just some easy articles, and then we're going to talk about what I'm hearing on the streets, and then we'll go into some world news. It has occurred to me that I should probably be doing a world news, uh, not RV-related, uh, the way it is coming so fast and hard. And I may start doing that mid-afternoon over at Trolling News for people that just want that daily dose of news. Um, haven't made that 100% decision, but I am very much thinking about it. Uh, plus, it would allow us more time during some of these evening podcasts to focus on uh, more RV-related things. Uh, thank you. Let's get that banner up. Let's grab that hat. Let's move on over. With the participation of Iraq, the Chinese president is visiting Saudi Arabia today to attend three summits. <clears throat> Guys, I think this is huge news. Clearly shows Iraq going to the forefront of international politics. How can a country without an internationally recognized currency that can be traded all over the world be a major player in world politics? You already know the answer. They can't. That spells some huge things for the rising star of the Iraqi people right now. And uh, its possibilities in the world markets, very exciting stuff. We're going to get to what's going on in the markets in Iraq soon. Iraq's theft of the century. Plotters targeted Chinese and Russian oil companies. They targeted the tax. This is more of the fallout. We're getting more and more of the details on that scandal. The positive is it allowed them to bring in trillions of dinar back into the CBI uh, where they can be destroyed and they won't affect the overprinting, basically increasing our value and the value to the people. So we've uh, seen some real progress there. Now, as to what much of the conversation is, is in the street. Um, the money handlers slash in Iraq, they have two economies. The vast majority of all trade inside of the country is done with cash, not with debit cards and credit cards. It's still pretty old school. Uh, they suspended all trading back and forth today between the U.S. dollar and the IQD pairing. This is to prevent more sales. They claimed, or at least the press blip on this was due to the volatility. Uh, so we see a slight slight blip and change to 1480, 1485, 1465. You guys, I'm uh, for whatever reason, my brain is uh, freezing on that one. So I'll uh, let one of you guys comment on it in there. I think it's 1485, which is a slight decrease. I mean, a very slight, my minuscule uh, decrease in value of the NARC. Why is this important? Because it's a pegged currency. Now, suddenly it has changed. All in one day, on the same day, they stopped allowing the trading. I don't think you'll see an official announcement, though, until Parliament um, <clears throat> dissolves. I shouldn't say dissolves. That's uh, not, not the right word, and a lot of people will take that one wrong. Until they recess for the holiday season. The CBI does not need, I want to remind you guys, does not need Parliament in session to change value and to change value substantially. This is, in my opinion, the, what's the word I'm looking for here? This is one of the signs that we have desperately needed to know that we are um, unpegging and moving forward or getting ready to see that substantial value change that we've been anticipating all week. I think we got that tell right on time. 
on Wednesday when we believed we would get that tell. I believe it has hit us. I can tell you that you would have a very difficult time finding an Iraqi that is willing to give up their dinar right now for your U.S. dollars. Some may be desperate enough, very, very, very few. On that front, before I forget, and I hate to interrupt news to do this, I do have a person selling some dinar. They have bills that have to be paid. They have a substantial amount. They're not going to be completely out. They are selling, I believe the price is 1,080 per million. I can put you in touch. You shoot me an email and says, Denard, they were only selling them by the millions. They're also very interested in selling their whole lot. And it's like 30 some million, I think. If I remember the email correctly, all I'm going to do, I'm not making a dime, don't want a dime. All I'm doing is putting you guys in contact. They do not want to sell less than a million. So if you are not wanting to buy an entire million or multiples, do not send me an email or reach out to them. Uh, but I will be glad to uh, set that one up if any of you guys have some interest. Let's see. Blue-Eyed Maga went to Amazon where I bought all my din dinner. Dinar. I love how it autocorrects. Now it's $400 for $250K, and they're calling it a dinar phone case or dinar blanket. That's their way of getting around the laws. It's kind of like when you would buy a ticket for a concert or a football game from a scalper, you're actually buying a t-shirt or you're buying a sock and it would come with a ticket. Uh, they're trying to get around the legalities of how they're selling it. That's why they're doing it that way. Uh, but yes, it is shooting up. So the, the offer by one of our community members, I think is a tremendous offer right now in the light of everything going on. In my opinion, personal opinion, I'm not a professional. Seek the advice professional if you want. That is not financial advice. Mark, I saw a B-1 bomber and fighter escort over us today. Military ramping up. I believe they are totally ramping up. Uh, have you seen some of the pictures of the new stealth bomber? Pretty cool looking. All right. Nancy Box, I'll buy some or all. All I'm going to do, guys, is put you guys in touch. I'm going to copy your email and send it to them. It will be up to them to reach out to you. I am going to have nothing more to do with it than that. Not going to have a long conversation. Not going to actually not going to have any conversation or even your emails. I'm going to copy your email address and send it to them. All right, let's keep going on the uh, news. Uh, I did have some other interesting news on the bond buying that's been going on in the U.S., which has confirmed my opinion that it is a reseller that is picking them up to resell because I have a absolute. I had actually a couple today, and uh a great idea of what they are spending for them. So they are spending a fraction of what they are anticipated to exchange for on the historic bonds. And that is what has been going on here in the States. It is preemptive buying so that they can resell. They're buying the bonds that have been thoroughly vetted for quite some time now, and they will repackage those and sell them when the trigger is pulled. And that is why we've not seen that movement in Europe and in Asia. Uh, in a nutshell, it is speculators, and that's why they are doing tabletop deals and paying all of it uh, right away. It just is a fraction. So they're taking advantage of some folks being crunched and just wanting out. Uh, all right. Other than that, pretty quiet. Don't have anything to tell you on new values to expect. Uh, Iraq, it is totally up in the air, guys. Also, I do want to point out we are getting... I can only imagine what the boards are going to look like over the next day or two, possibly week, uh, as we uh, appear to be getting towards the uh, finish line. 
there's so much crap being fed and so many of the Intel folks there, I don't think are doing their due diligence. I hope I am. I am trying to make it a point. There's a lot I am not sharing because I'm confident that within hours, uh, I will find out it is BS because that has been the um, operating procedure of late. We knew that it was going to get crazy like this, and it is absolutely crazy on the news side. So I'm going to try to focus on just what I can vet and prove. I'm hearing a lot of what these other people are putting out there. I just don't think it is responsible to uh, load you guys up with that because it's just going to make the roller coaster worse than it needs to be. It is exceptionally positive, though, and we are seeing some real movement, especially in Iraq. Had a number of people ask again why I keep talking about Iraq when this is a worldwide thing, because it is the easiest to track. It is the biggest cog in the machine. Think of it as the canary in the mine. You're canary. You're not watching the gas because you can't really see the gas. That's why we are focusing on it. It is simple logistics, basic logic on that one. That's why it is the main one we watch because it is the easiest to track in real life. All right. No, it has been. It's been just fantastic news. Um, there's been nothing negative. Uh, no enormous smoking gun yet. No whiskey and wisdom tonight. My brain is beyond cooked. Uh, now, let's get to it. we got a lot to talk about. Are you Ripple people just tired of winning? Although this one concerns me a little. little. Ripple partner and JP Morgan joined forces in the United Arab Emirates. Here's what for. Uh, Ripple is quickly becoming the absolute de facto method for moving money around the world. And uh, clearly, all of the larger banks love it because of its efficiencies, its costs, and its safeties. It also removes politics from the equation. And my goodness, BRICS loves it. Uh, just more and more uh, positive stuff for you uh, XRP apes. Uh, Belgium's National Bank to record first loss since war, World War II. We're seeing this from a number of central banks, guys. We saw this uh, coming out of the UK as well. They're posting their first losses since World War II. Uh, it's crazy when you own the market, you set the rules, and you're still losing. This would be like the banker and Monopoly somehow losing. It just doesn't happen. Uh, everything is upside down net right now, guys. Uh, they're figuring out the money isn't there. Everything is over le leveraged, and the implosion is so close. I did see somebody commenting that a lot of the, we'll call them the, what's right, and I know I'm going to catch this one. Oh, look at the conspiracy theorist out there. We're going to grab them a tinfoil hat. Just go ahead and grab it. The uh, looking glass folks uh, looking for more like May uh, or the remote viewers. I think we are way sooner. I think perhaps that is when we will watch our world uh, come down. I think you and I will have gone and come by then, but it is getting interesting. I can find no proof of D1 Dubai 1 actually having released. Guys, I've searched. I've talked to contacts. They are uh, None of them agree that it has fully moved. Um, that's another one of those that will make me unpopular with some. That's what I'm hearing. No whiskey and wisdom tonight. Planning on whiskey and wisdom tomorrow, Miru. Uh, planning on that one tomorrow. I have, I tell you, man, I've had uh, two very long, hard days at the computer for work, work. 
been very productive. It just has ground me down hard. All right, China confirms it. Can Andy, uh, can, are we looking forward to hearing Andy Sheckman tomorrow? Uh, boy, was he dead on on this one. China confirms it is the mystery massive gold buyer with first official purchase in three years, bought some 300 tons of gold. They could not figure some massive buyer. Was it a combination? China has admitted it was China. China is obviously putting itself on a war footing so that it can insulate itself from sanctions around the world. That is my opinion, my opinion only. It is shared by many, many experts in the field. Uh, bam, here we go again. Mongolia Central Bank is ramping up gold purchases. Look at that in the same day. <clears throat> Mongolia is kind of a protectorate of China. It's not really China. It is China. It's uh, one of those interesting relationships, an autonomous zone. They are also sitting on massive amounts, one of the largest concentrations of gold, precious minerals, and rare earth minerals on the planet. So uh, to me, it's pretty interesting to see these stories all hitting on the same day. All right, now let's get over to some of the fun disclosure stuff that we're seeing. Good evening, a lot of folks. Yeah, Donut Hole 2, 300 ton. And guys, when it comes to gold, it's not just a ton. It's a metric ton. For those that don't know the difference, it's about 200 pounds or about, uh, what, what does that work out to? Mm, about 100 stone, if I remember the uh, conversion correctly. So it is 2,200 pounds instead of 2,000 pounds. It is a metric when they are talking their tons. Tons, T-O-N-N-E-S. Yeah, of course, it's spelled tons. Depending on where you're at, that is a massive purchase and clearly is showing that they are preparing for something big. Theo, thank you in New Zealand. I must have guessed your question properly, Theo. I appreciate you greatly, more than you can possibly know. Trevor, I don't think the finish line is going further and further. I think the finish line is getting closer and closer. Uh, we are quickly approaching it. And we knew that it was going to look bad in the days right before, and they certainly are. But we are seeing all kinds of glimmers of hope and the finish line right there. The light is at the end of the tunnel. All right, let's get to it. Matt Tabibi, this was yesterday. A lot of the dissemination of what we learned over uh, on Tuesday is now having, well, we've now had the opportunity to analyze it and look at it. Uh, thread, Twitter files supplemental. On Friday, the first installment of Twitter files was published. We expected to publish more over the weekend. Many wondered why there was a delay. We can now tell you part of the reason why on Tuesday, Twitter Deputy General Counsel and former FBI General Counsel Jim Baker was fired. Among the reasons, vetting the first batch of Twitter files without knowledge of new management. The process for producing the Twitter files involved delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and me, via a lawyer close to new management. However, after the initial batch, things became complicated. Over the weekend, while we both dealt with obstacles to new searches, it was Barry releasing the files with someone named Jim. When she called to ask Jim's last name, the answer came back, Jim Baker. My jaw hit the floor, says Weiss. The first batch of files reporters received was marked Spectra Baker emails. Baker is a controversial figure. He has been something of a zealot, 
of FBI controversies dating back to 2016, from the Steele dossier to Alpha Bank server mess. He resigned in 2018 after an investigation into the leaks to the press. The news that Baker was reviewing the Twitter file surprised everyone involved, to say the least. New Twitter chief Elon Musk acted quickly to exit Baker. Reporters resumed searches through the Twitter files material, a lot of it today. Uh, that being yesterday, guys, the next installment of the Twitter files will appear at Barry Weiss. Stay tuned. Guys, please take a moment to look at this. This is uh, one of those, if you are on Twitter, you should follow. It's expected to hit no evening of this week. A lot of it will be information uh, that was uh, that we were expecting to get with that first drop on Friday, and it was huge. Can you imagine if it had not already been combed through and the uh, good little tidbits removed? Uh, we're looking for massive things coming out of that when we've already had massive disclosure this week on the government interference in our free speech and the censorship thereof. And we're going to keep going on that very quickly. Let's see. Jesus Lover, do you think we'll have a window of opportunity between the RV and being able to buy crypto? It is still low price. I still believe we haven't seen bottom. Just hoping to get more in time. Uh, there's still a big, there's still a lot of room before the bottom is going to be hit in crypto, guys. I would not be rushing to pick any up right now. That's my opinion. It is not a professional opinion. Feel free to ask. Do I think there's some bargains out there? Yes, I think they're kind of slim uh, right now. I think there are Many better bargains coming. That is my personal opinion and my personal opinion only. I want to make certain I uh, say that properly. Boy, I'm excited about some of this. Well, trying to watch you guys and keep going with the news. I need to keep going with the news. All right, guys, remember Barry White. Look, look at this lady. This is this is Barry with an I. B-A-R-I-W-E-I-S-S -S is the last name. This is where the next installment of Drops will come this week is the expectation they will be unedited. A lot of the stuff that was left out of the last ones because of Jim Baker. Jim Baker is also who put Sussman together with the FBI that created the false narrative that allowed the FISA documents to be filed so that they could spy on the Trump campaign. Just follow the trail, follow the trail that he was working at Twitter. Should absolutely scare everybody. Um, and, and there's a lot more disclosure coming on that front of just how involved FBI, CIA, DHS uh, has been at all, all, pretty much every news outlet in the United States and most likely around the world. And we are learning that we already expected, you and I, we totally expected this, but it really is nice to find the actual smoking gun, not just our gut which has been absolutely dead on this whole time on that front. Uh, it is nice to get the documentation that has been uh, presented into court records so that they can no longer question the evidence. Uh, of course, uh, in a mad spin, MSNBC, guys, it has just been just crazy watching the sheer panic going on over there. Archbishop, it is good to see you down there in St. Petersburg. Uh, I'll give you a recap. Guys, Archbishop's one of my favorites, so I'm going to do uh, the unusual since he's just joining. Uh, I'm going to give you the short of it. Iraq in the markets today stopped 
the conversion of IQD and USD. Uh, they claimed, or the government line was due to volatility uh, between the two rates. Uh, so we saw we saw the rate climb. Excuse me, we saw the dollar gain a little value to the IQD suddenly. That's not unusual. That means people were willing to give more U.S. dollars to buy the same amount of IQD because they felt like the IQD was going to be worth more. So it has the reverse mental effect for those that are just watching the rate. Uh, in other words, the dollar appeared to be getting stronger and the IQD getting weaker. And that is not the case. The case is people were willing to spend more U.S. dollars to buy the same amount of dinar because they know what is coming. Uh, and it shows a value change. The dinar has been pegged for so very long where the value is set in stone. And that changed today. It is absolutely enormous occurrence uh, for us on that front. Also hearing very positive things. They do go into their parliament goes into recess at some point tomorrow. I have heard rumors that they're trying to extend it a day or two. At this point, I don't care because the CBI has signaled and the world has signaled that the CBI can change the rate at any point now. I wanted to see their budget presented. The problem is once they present it, they have to complete it before they can go on recess and that could take days. So I think some of these politicians say, hey, let's get to the family, the CBI can do it. Uh, but the CBI has been, used, has been using the excuse that it has not changed the value because they've been waiting for that very settled government and for the budget to be passed. So I would have liked for it to have been done just to remove that excuse from the CBI, but at the same time, it's not necessary. And that is your dinar news. Uh, other than that, very quiet around the rest of the world. And we talked about some of the tabletop deals on bonds. All right, there you go, Archbishop. Now I can keep running on the news. All right, GOP Senator tells woke CEO, best of luck as he seeks Republican help to avoid Democrat regulation. Specifically, it's a problem for Kroger, who is trying to merge with Albertsons. They uh, ran into antitrust folks in the Democratic Party. Now, I'm make certain I get all of the Tom Cotton. It is Tom, not Tim. Yeah, my eyes suddenly crossed. I was like, wait, no, it's Tom. And it looked like it said Tim. It was an excellent point. It was one of the best burns I've seen. Uh, Kroger would force their crowd to wear rainbow buttons. They all had to take the jab or they weren't allowed to work. I mean, they, they literally have been one of the wokest companies and corporations and 99% of all of their corporate donations to politicians have gone to the left to help unseat folks on the right. So when they approached them and said, hey, can we get some help trying to push this merger through of these uh, grocery stores, um, Tom Cotton said, epically you know, good luck with that uh and was caught on mike telling him good luck with that uh, you can't screw us piss on us ignore us abuse us and then expect us to support you i thought it was just absolutely epic hopefully more lawmakers will take that approach all right senate democrats now have a 51 seat majority i have some very strong opinions on this guys and i've Tried very hard to pull my punches on that front. Uh, Herschel Walker was a horrendous candidate. It is a, uh, a blatantly mainstream rhino style candidate. They want somebody that's fame. They see the celebrity pull on the left. 
and they think they can do the same on the right instead of finding people that are very capable and good legislators or could be good legislators or bring a lot to the table. While I very much like Mr. Walker, I don't think he was in any way a very strong candidate for the spot. They were counting on his star power instead of his prowess. That's not to detract from him as an individual. Um, and I do absolutely think that the uh, mainstream Rhino party did not want him to win. I don't think Mitch in any way wanted him win because then he would have to stand up in the Senate instead of roll over when there are appointments coming. I literally think, in my opinion, that um, Mitch, Kevin, and company threw him under the bus on purpose and did not help enough in that campaigning process. If you want to look squarely, you have one of the worst economies. You have an absolute implosion. You have overreach of constitutional power. You have violation of rights. Should have been the easiest slam dunk election in American history. And it wasn't. It wasn't because of the Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Liz Cheney faction of the Republican Party that ignores the people in it that allowed it not to be. This is what they wanted. This is exactly the outcome they hoped for. And that's my opinion. Still allowed to have them here in the U.S., even if it's unpopular. All right, look at them. Aren't they the cutest little couple ever? We got like the turtle over here and the little hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, oh, and I did want to. This is another thing that irritated me. Of course, this picture was taken July 28, 2021. Has nothing to do with what's going on right now. It's a stock photo. <clears throat> I do find it interesting, though, that it was at a Iraqi prime minister, Mustafa al-Khatami, not shown during a luncheon at the U.S. Capitol in Washington. <clears throat> Just curious that it's Iraq. But what I wanted to point out, you see all these cool flowers at this luncheon? You see all of that pomp and circumstance that our politicians enjoy. The table has to have the right place setting. Everything, I mean, the gold-rimmed coffee cup. Can you imagine? Uh, gold-rimmed foiled cups, crystal, crystal. The Iraqi prime minister... Yeah, I wonder if that was purposeful on the timing of the internet browning out. Anyways, so my point is when you look at that table scene, can you imagine the extra cost that meal costs just for those gorgeous flowers on the table? Gold rimmed water glasses, excuse me, coffee cups. You would think a leader would be more worried about how they're spending the money and the responsibility and the stewardship they are showing to those funds than they would about that pomp and circumstance. I am just absolutely offended by it. I don't know if you guys are, but the thoughts of them having lobster humidor or prime rib on my dime, my grandmother's dime. Of course, my grandmother passed away, both of them, which is sad enough. Anyways, on my mother's dime, on my daughter's dime, and my hopefully someday grandchildren's dime. That offends me. You look at that and it just makes me sick to think of how many starving people that we have in our community that could have eaten just with the money they spend on all that extra pomp and circumstance. It just drives me nuts. All right, there's my little tirade. Well, one of them for the day. Former FBI agent reveals massive election interference and bombshell court testimony. 
All right, what are we talking about? We're talking about Elvis Chan, former CBI, uh, excuse me, FBI agent Elvis Chan revealed during the court hearings that the Bureau held weekly meetings with major social media companies prior to the 2020 and 2022 elections. They sat down. Supposedly their job was just to say, hey, there's gonna be some misinformation coming your way. We just wanna make certain that you know that Russia and China, these bad players that don't like us, they try to sow disinformation. They try to jump into rooms. They try to make comments. They try to steer elections. And this isn't to be allowed. This is bad. This is evil. Uh, so that is the rationale or the excuse given for those meetings. And while that's true, these countries do do the same. I would like to remind you that the U.S. government does absolutely the same thing in elections all over the world. It is, uh, it, to me, it's a moral high road issue. You need to leave other countries' elections alone if you want them to leave yours alone. Uh, it is simply the way it works. You don't get the moral high ground unless you are willing to live and drive on the moral high ground, and we are absolutely not. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, during the Obama administration, our own government spent over $2 million to campaign against Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm not saying I'm a Benjamin Netanyahu fan in any ways. I'm just using it as an example of how we constantly interfere with elections around the world. You don't think we don't have people hacking, jumping in uh, chat rooms, trying to remove Putin, trying to remove this politician or that politician. If you don't think we are, you're an idiot. I mean, you're not even smart enough to be called an idiot. You take dumb to a whole new level of dumb. But for them to hold these meetings and censor information based on the thought that somebody might be messing with our own, well, it offends me. One, it offends me that free speech doesn't matter to them. Two, that they somehow think they have the moral high ground to say anything, and it goes on and on and on. It's uh, so circular. All right, I'm going to keep running. Here we go. State Department team focused on disinformation meets regularly with big tech companies. We have more and more guys. Court cases, Missouri, Twitter, we are getting drops left and right, proving that we were wrong the whole time. Boy, don't doubt your conspiracy theorists. This is a story I did want to touch on. Florida CB, thank you for sending this particular version. The version I had before I did not really like. This comes out of Fox 29, Philadelphia. Philadelphia gas station owner hires heavily armed guards to protect business. We are tired of this nonsense. The police can't do it. Crimes running through the... Uh, running rampant boils. Hoping to be able to show you. I saw some good videos. He has highly trained folks with AR-15, shotguns, tactical gear, uh, monitoring his gas station in his particular area. Uh, he has had customers robbed during business hours. He has an ATM stolen, his car vandalized, cashiers held up in the store. People are afraid to go out. So what has he done? Uh, after trying all the official means and trying to get law enforcement to do their effing job, um, see, I didn't even curse. Aren't you proud of me? Uh, proud of me? <laughs> so he's hired private security. Of course, the city's very upset that he's hired private security. What do we know about history? In almost every government around the world, as they were almost prepared to fail, or in their final days before their failure, their law enforcement broke down. Their law and order broke down, I should say, not their law enforcement, but their law and order, and it became in their own hands. Look at it in South Africa right now. How many people have to hire their own guards? Look at most third world nations. Most people have to hire their own guards for protection. This is happening in what is supposed to be the most civilized country in the world, and they are having to hire their own 
guards just to keep some semblance of law and order. And this is going to continue to happen if we do not get a real intervention or a real change quickly. It is going to start happening all over the place. Maybe Duke Power is going to end up having to hire people to protect substations. Uh, maybe it is going to be you know, the bank guards that is so watching you're watching the fail failing in real time fail. Boy, they're going after me hard. They're browning me out. They don't want me on here right now. I wish I was telling you something different. Supreme Court ways to hear Brunson versus Alma case that seeks to overturn 2020. The reason I brought this one up, I have been in contact with the Brunson crew. We are going back and forth. We are texting. We've exchanged numbers. We are getting it set up so that they can come and tell you themselves what is going on. Uh, I was hoping to be able to do something absolute last minute, get them today. It has not panned out. It will be sometime in the next couple of days you will have him on here. It will pride out. It will be attached to a normal podcast. You're probably just going to see, hey, Mark's going live notice when we get the opportunity. I would love to tie it to one that's live because there's more people here, uh, but we're going to do whatever it takes to get some of the questions asked and bring some clarity on the case to you guys. Uh, I'm very excited about that one. They are also expected to be on Glenn Beck in the next couple of days as well on the Glenn Beck show. Exciting times. There is so much happening. Uh, only one or two more to go. This is uh, just more of that government overreach or, well, just the secrecy. JFK assassination investigator has jarring new claim about Oswald's CIA involvement. Yep, I like it. Some of the documentation, some of the stuff uh, they're disseminating, uh, they're showing very what we think. And we should know by the 15th of this month, guys, or around then, uh, we should know. But it appears, appears, and guys, this is only appears. We are waiting that Oswald was also working for the CIA, almost like it was all planned by our intelligence agencies. Maybe it was almost as bad as John F. Kennedy warned us about. Uh, here we go again. There's Oswald. This is coming from the Sun. Treasure trove, secret JFK files on Lee Harvey Oswald and CIA ties set to be released next week as assassination conspiracies mount. Uh, Biden is finally releasing them. The order was signed by Trump to release them all. The Biden administration blocked it. They only released some of it. Now they say they are going to release the rest of them. And that date, I believe, is set for December 15th. Debbie, the original Mark Z at gmail.com. The original Mark Z at gmail.com. Uh, and guys, that doesn't mean blow me up with emails and questions. I'm doing my best. I am still way behind on emails. All right. <clears throat> that was it. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to sit here and read them, guys, but I've gone way over. I need to wrap it up while I can. It has been uh, been so much great news today, and the news out of Iraq, just absolutely stunning. We are getting so close, guys. They are purposely clouding timing. You should expect that. We've been telling you all along to expect that, and we are seeing just what they told us. It is almost like textbook what we were told to expect. I just did not... I didn't think it was going to be this difficult to go through in real time, in real life. I was like, you know, they're telling me, hey, the news is going to be some kind of nuts. You're going to see the glimmers. Try to focus on that. There's going to be a lot of disinformation on purpose. Maybe I was tougher back then or maybe I was just naive. 
but it is it's definitely difficult. And then watching it play out with you guys, it is this is this has been one heck of a painful run. All right. Love you guys. Mean it. Oh, wait a minute. <clears throat> I do have to save for the birthday because I do have so many of you guys, including Caleb. Tar, if you're there. Love you, cousin. Uh, Kathy and uh, somebody, some. We got quite a few. I'm going to do my best. So they tell me it's your birthday. Well, happy birthday, darling. May you live, may you love. May all your dreams come true. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, enjoy it. Somebody asked me, how about Brazil? Great question, guys. Getting news out of Brazil suddenly got very difficult yesterday when we started seeing military action. I'm waiting for some updates. I've tried reaching out to some contacts that may have people on the ground. I don't know what to tell you uh, truthfully as to what's going on in Brazil. All we have is the cookie cutter news stuff from mainstream media. And you can count on that about as much as you can count on uh, Mitch McConnell doing the right thing. I don't know. Trying to come up with something horrendous, right? All right, guys. See you in the morning unless we get some breaking news or if Mr. Brunson calls and we get an opportunity to do it then. No matter what, I don't care if you called me at 11 p.m. tonight. I'd come back on. You might see me in my jammies. Bye, guys.